Blog Talk Radio. Tampa 
or something like that. You know, the Miami one would be cool to go to. I've been too many to too many, huh? <laughs> My friends are going, yes, you have. Yes. Oh, I can't wait. I'm excited, okay? So I'm gonna so there will no there will not be a show this weekend. And really y'all I, I wasn't y'all wasn't supposed to have a show today. I just did one. I ain't even got no show to be honest. I'm just on here talking. <laughs> so I'm just gonna kinda go over some of the hot topics during the week, you know, that I was about, that I should have went over if we would have had a show last week. So that's what the show kinda is gonna be about today. Uh, but this weekend, y'all, I'm going to be getting ready to see Bay and Anthony Hamilton and Joe for the third time. <laughs> God, it's ridiculous. Okay, but I'm excited, okay? Really excited. And what else? Um, oh, got to tell you guys the story. Last week, right, I went to go get my hair done. I wanted some Fulani braids, right? So I got I'm looking. I was looking for a new braider. I found these women, these ladies, in um, called this this store, this place called Beauty Concepts in Grand Prairie, Texas. I wasn't sure how it was gonna go. I get there. Beautiful ladies, these beautiful African ladies. Let me tell you. Oh my God. You know what? I mean, beautiful spirits. I mean, I listen. Shout out to the lady that beauty concepts. Oh my God, they were first of all they were just fire has has women. Okay, went in there. I just had a ball, I, and I had to spend. I spent the whole day because of the style I got. And listen, shout out to Yisha, 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 who did my hair. Let me tell you something. My hair is so fire right now. People have been complimenting my hair everywhere I go. Man, I look good. So if y'all, I'm telling y'all, listen, I am telling y'all, my hair is fire. <laughs> I, I'm ready. I'm ready for San Francisco. <laughs> I'm looking cute. But here's the thing. So I was sitting a long time. Now I know my ass is old, right? You know, I'm getting old up in these streets. You know, I be having circulation and stuff like that. So I was sitting for a long time. And you know when I got up, see, I, I didn't feel it right away. I felt it a little bit, but not right away. Damn it, my leg been hurting for like almost two days, <laughs> almost four days. I'm like, what the hell? So, okay, you guys are like, I had to go. I went to my doctor this morning. My doctor was like, oh, you're gonna do this, blah 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 blah. blah. But it's feeling better now. I'm I'm so glad I've got some circulation going to it and everything. But it's much better now. Feeling good, hair looking good, girl is looking cute. I'm telling you, I'm looking. I can't wait to put on my outfit Saturday for Maxwell. It's gonna be, it's so cute. <laughs> it's gonna be cold in San Francisco, but I'm gonna be hot <laughs> in Oakland. But I'm gonna be hot. I think it's kind of chilly in Oakland. You know how California, Northern California is always kind of cold, and you know, you know. But I'm gonna be hot. <laughs> So I'm excited. I'm so excited. So I love my hair. It is beautiful. Shout out to the ladies of Beauty Concepts. I mean, really, we had a great conversation all day. They had snacks. They gave me snacks. They gave me drink, something to drink. I love them. I love them. I will be, ladies, you know I will be back, okay? 
They did it up, okay? Beauty concepts, grandparents, okay? If you, I'm telling you, I am not. Listen, the girl, they didn't braid. Listen, didn't braid too tight. My hair looks great. I cannot tell you how many compliments I've been getting. I, I always have fire braids, okay? My braider before was fire, but this is fire. <laughs> it's beautiful. It is gorgeous, okay? I can't tell y'all enough. If you follow me on my page, you've probably already seen them. But the pictures don't do justice. Oh, my God, you have to see them. They are cute. Shout out to Yisa. And the rest of the ladies. Oh, and the, and the lady who put my beads on, because Yisa, after she braided it, she just was such precision. And she was so patient all day, talking to me, making me laugh. Honey, she's telling me, catching me up with Bold and the Beautiful. And my grandma's so popular because I don't watch Bold and the Beautiful. But they was catching me all, all the African ladies kissing me up with Bold and the Beautiful. I love that child. I like them. I said, this, I like them. So, nice shop. I love it, okay? So, uh, I'm telling you guys, really, and everybody's hair that was coming out of there, all the ladies was doing, everybody's hair looked good. Everybody's hair. Listen, everybody. But I was fire. <laughs> I was fire. I'm still fire. <laughs> this Scorpio is fire in Aries season. You know it's Aries season, so you know it's technically kind of Scorpio season, too, because Aries... We, we're the only, uh, only, uh, we're the only um, uh, uh, um, zodiac besides Aries that's ruled by Mars. So all this Mars energy is our energy too. But we're ruled by Mars and Pluto. But we're, I'm feeling the Mars energy, <sighs> looking like a little princess warrior up in these streets. <laughs> all right, so you guys, man, what else has been going on? Did I tell y'all I was going to see Maxwell this weekend? <laughs> You know what I'm more hyped about, though? I'm so excited because I get to see my uncle in San Francisco, and I get to visit my uh, aunt, and I get to visit. I just because it's been a minute since I've been to San Francisco, and San Francisco is one of my favorite places. I have like a few favorite places. I love New Orleans. New Orleans is just dope. Okay, I just love the feel of New. Orleans. You know, some people think New Orleans is spooky. I like it. <laughs> I like that. I like the energy of it, and I love San Francisco. Oh my God, I can live in San Francisco. So it's uh, so so. I I I'm I'm always hyped when I get to visit uh, my uncle and stuff and have. And I'm I'm excited about the weekend. So I'm really. It's going to be his first Maxwell concert. <laughs> Exciting. Good for him. <laughs> All right, so. What else? Uh, what else do we need to talk about? I do not have a it's a word. I am sorry. None, because I don't really have a show. I just came on to talk to y'all, do a short show real quick, and then, you know, let y'all know when y'all didn't hear me this weekend what was going on, and talk to y'all about some of this, uh, some of the stuff going on out here in the celebrity news and hot topic news. So when I get back, we're going to talk about Cam Newton. Cam Newton got y'all ruffled. <laughs> we're going to talk about his ass, and we're going to talk about Joe Biden, a bird shitting on Joe Biden while he's giving the infrastructure speech. I was like, that shit is perfect. <laughs> the bird is tired of the shit. <laughs> I don't care. Some of y'all will say a bird, that's good luck. Don't be delusional. A bird flew past him and shitted on you. <laughs> Why he was giving it? A- a speech. 
funny shit, okay? So we're going to talk about that, and we're going to talk about, what else? I don't know. We'll make it up as we go along. <laughs> this is how Carolina Chatwood's show is rolling tonight, okay? And what else? Oh, oh my goodness. Okay, so our song we're going to play, y'all make this shit. Wait a minute. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Listen. I can't believe, you know, is it an apology? Should I be apologizing out in these streets to you, Maxwell fans? <laughs> Y'all make this shit number one for real. <laughs> I couldn't believe it when I saw it. Say off number one. It's the adult, is it the adult, adult R&B? It should, y'all still made off number one. I knew, I didn't think off was not going to be successful. I just said I didn't like it. But am I a little shocked at number one? Hell yeah. Okay, I mean, it's, it grows on you after a little while, okay? But we're going to play it. Y'all made it number one. I think it's like like it was number one for like two weeks in a row or something. <laughs> y'all some straight up Maxwell fans. See, I thought I was Maxwell fan, but I'll be telling the truth when I don't like a song. But y'all asses will go out here and buy it and be, you know, singing I'm in the zone and all this stuff. I mean, I, wow, unbelievable. Okay, so we're going to start off the show with Maxwell's new number one. Oh. It's the CC Show. I'm Carlotta. I'll be back in a minute, y'all. <laughs>
right, that is Joe. All the things your man won't do. You've been catching him on the night tour, boy. Don't be looking sexy out there. Joe, be looking sexy. Don't be sexy. <laughs> Even Anthony to be sexy. Baby, baby, look, it's a sexy tour. <laughs> All right, it's the CC Show. I am back. We getting ready to get into this news. Y'all got going out in these streets. Cam Newton, y'all real mad, okay? Okay, I didn't, y'all like, Carla, you didn't start with Wilden this week? Nope, nope. I'm going to get about y'all talking about Jada in a minute. I'll, I'll get to that maybe in a minute, okay? Yeah, Jada, I'm just glad y'all done gave it a break. I mean, you know, it is what it is. He done got punished. Now, I, I, well, I'll talk about him in a minute. We'll get to that in a minute. But Cam Newton, let's talk about Cam, okay? Cam has been doing quite a lot here lately, but uh, according to YahooNews.com via Independent, Cam Newton faces backlash after criticizing women who don't know when to be quiet. (laughs) Five years after he told a woman reporter that it was funny listening to her ask a question in a press conference, free agent, uh, NFL quarterback Cam Newton is again under fire for making sexist comments on a podcast. The 32-year-old Newton, who is currently without a team after a nine-year NFL career, spent mostly, the, spent mostly with the Carolina Panthers, made the comments during an appearance on an episode of the Million Dollars Worth of Game podcast released Monday. He said, I grew up in a three-parent household, Mr. Newton said, my mom, my father, and my grandmother. I knew what a woman was. Not a bad bitch, a woman. Encouraged by the podcast host, Mr. Newton expounded on his views of how women should and should not behave in society. A woman for me is handling your own, but knowing how to cater to a man's needs, Mr. Newton said. I think a lot of times when you get that aesthetic of I'm a boss bitch, I'm this, I'm that, no, baby, but you can't cook. <laughs> you don't know when to be quiet. You don't know how how to uh, know to allow a man to lead. Mr. Newton received backlash on social media for the remarks um, with NFL uh, commentators and fans responding. So let's take a look, listen at Cam Newton. Hopefully y'all can hear, you know. All right, so we'll we'll play, take, play it. Hold on, I think I had to play it for you. Perfect, a perfect example of what a man was in my life by my father. My parents have been together for 36, 37 years now, and it's, and it's a beautiful thing. Uh, I grew up in a three-parent household, my mom, my father, and my grandmother. And uh, I knew what a woman was, not a bad bitch. Okay, what's the difference? A woman. Okay. A bad bitch is a person who's just, you know, girl, I'm a bad bitch. You know, I'm doing this, I'm doing that. I, 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 I looked apart, but I don't act apart. Okay. You know, and there's a lot of women who are bad bitches. And I say bitches in, in, in a way not to degrade a woman, but just to 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 go off the aesthetic of what they deem is a boss chick. Mm-hmm. Now, a woman for me is handling your own, but knowing how to cater to a man's needs, right? And I think a lot of times when you get that aesthetic of, like, I'm a boss bitch, like, I'm a this, I'm a that, no, baby. Can't cook. Okay. Mm-hmm. You don't know you don't know when to be quiet. Mm-hmm. You don't know how to allow a man to leave. The podcaster knew he had go. He used to saw his face. 
you was like, oh, uh oh, uh oh. Do you know what he's saying? <laughs> Sounds like Kim heard me talk. Remember, I talked about this a couple of weeks ago about women going, I'm a boss bitch, you know, and all that stuff. And I said, men are not attracted to the same things that women are. Women have a hard time with that. That men are not attracted. Now, here's the thing I think people are upset because of the messenger. Kim, you're the messenger. The messenger. And here's the thing, maybe Kim is maturing in his, and Kim is a beautiful guy. I mean, he's like a very good-looking younger guy. I mean, like, like if if you if a woman dates a oh a young guy when you single out in these streets and stuff, Kim Newton would be it. I mean, he's got that look. He's a look good look. We got too many kids, <laughs> and that's where we want to talk about. We because maybe he's coming to some, some sense of maturity in himself. I don't know. But Cam Newton, you know, I think a lot of people are more upset because this is the wrong messenger. I mean, this is a dude who allegedly, you know, he's, well, it's not allegedly that he has, you know, four babies with his baby mama that he, you know, he's not marrying. <laughs> At least the last we heard. Allegedly one with an Instagram model or a couple with, you know, and it's sort of like, what, what I mean, Dude, you're creating a lot of single-parent households. You grew up with the three-parent household, but yet you're out here creating single-parent households, right? And it took you four children to realize, what was her name? What's the girl's name? I forget her name. Pretty girl that he was used to date. I forget her name. But it took you four girl, four children to realize she wasn't the one, let, or to look like she wasn't the one so far. So it it sounds kind of crazy when you come on and you say, well, you know, I mean, you know, I've been, you know, I was raised by a three parent household, and you know, I'm, you know, I'm, like it sounds kind of like sanctimonious, you know what I'm saying? Like, oh yeah, you know, and see, you know, what you not, you know, boss, but you baby, but baby, you can't cook. And, <laughs> and while I understand where he's coming from, ladies, because what did I say last week? Men are not attracted to the same things you are. Men are not attracted to, I'm a boss bitch, I'm a boss bitch. I mean, I'm sorry, we're attracted to men bossing and men having, you know, great things, but that's not what attracts men, okay? We've talked about this, ladies, we've talked about this. Now, he said, you know, talk about y'all can't cook and all this. Listen, Kim. You know, and it cracks me up with me. I mean, maybe some of y'all going to be at home cooking all the time if you're married to an NFL player. But you have, when usually when you're married to somebody like that, you have an unusual lifestyle. So he's not going to be at home a lot to get a lot of home cooking anyway. You know what I'm saying? He got a whole different kind of lifestyle. <laughs> and what he has to eat, you know, as a woman – it's going to take a lot of specialty shit. You know what I'm saying? So you might not be a cook. You may have a chef or a cook. See, let's be real. If I mean, you know, if he was playing like that now. But I'm just saying. You know what I'm saying? So, so, so when you tell me, you know, you get, uh, you know, you don't cook and all that stuff. There's a lot of women don't cook today, Kim. But I understand what you were saying. And when he said that women don't know when to be quiet. <laughs> I can be that. Me. <laughs> no, okay, listen. 
ladies, some of y'all don't know when to be quiet. Some men don't know when to be quiet. But ladies particularly, sometimes you can be very assertive to males. I mean, he's just a male giving you his opinion. I felt like it was uh, the wrong messenger, but maybe Cam is coming to some place in his life where he's becoming more mature and he's seeing relationships differently and maybe he is reflecting back on the household in which he was raised in and he is wanting more traditional values, okay? So, y'all mad out in these streets, I know about kids. <laughs> Wait, they said, somebody said, here's the rest of the clip. Oh, let me listen to the rest of the clip. Let's listen. Quiet. I don't know how to allow a man to lead. No, a lot of women, now the kickback of that is be quiet. I'm going to be quiet for the man and handle his business. You know, that's what they say. Mm-hmm. Or, or I'm going to be... I'm going to be vulnerable. I'm going to be submissive to a man that handle his business. Mm-hmm. That's what they're going to say. So what, what is your... But it's ways to do it. And I'm not just about to sit up there and beat up my, my, my queen. No, I ain't saying it like that. But I'm also going to going to also tell the men to start being men, bro. Absolutely. Right. That, that sucker shit should not be rewarded. And what sucker shit? So, you know, when, 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 a, person, when a person carries himself social media-wise, and it's a fraud in real life. Okay. You know, it's more to every person that got money, every person who's rich isn't a real one. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Right. And I think that gets kind of misconstrued in this society now because a lot of people have money, but they're not genuine people. You know, and I pride myself, everybody who knows me knows, like, bro, Okay, Kim. <clears throat> okay, I don't know if the rest of the clip helped. He did get on men for a minute. He said, men got to be real. Kim, you got to be real because you took you four children. Are you going to be real about yourself? Oh, my God. Poor, what's the young lady's name? What was her name? Oh, I done forgot her name. What was her name? The, the woman who had four children with this man and who is now out here single. I'm going to talk about your ass. What is her name? Oh, God, I can't remember her name. It's just, it's, I'm blank. I'm trying to blank. What is this chick's name? I cannot remember. But anyway, poor long stuff. Kia Proctor. Kia Proctor. Kia Proctor or something like that. I, I may be saying the name wrong. I know it's Proctor. Okay. Listen, I mean, you know, she was long-suffering. She had four. She wasn't even married to him. And that's what she that's what he's talking about, don't do no sucker shit. <laughs> like don't give a man like him four babies who's not committed. <sighs> that's what he should have really said. You know, don't do no don't do what I what I don't give don't do no sucker shit like I don't don't reward sucker sucker shit like I did. Don't reward sucker shit. Kia rewarded sucker shit, and she shouldn't have. She's better than that. That's what he should be saying right now. She should be saying, Kim. But I'm not all the way in disagreement with him, ladies. I'm not all the way in disagreement. I just feel like the messenger may be a little off, you know. That's all. And maybe he's coming to a sense of more maturity, Okay. Anyway, next up.
Wait a minute, what is this I'm reading? Hold on, before I get to Joe Biden. <sighs> my eyes, is my eyes right? <laughs> Monica's country album, Open Roads, is coming soon. Monica doing a country album. No, I'm not gonna. On the, on the real, I can kind of see that. But here's the thing, I, and I'm gonna get to you. these things have been just aligning themselves. She expressed on the red carpet at 2022 CMT Awards. Okay, Monica has made it known. This is according to Vibe. Has made it known she is expanding her musical disc- discography to include country music. But following her appearance at the 2022 CMT Music Awards on April. Uh, 11th uh, Monday night It seems her Open Roads LP Is coming sooner than we thought First announced uh, In August 2021 Monica revealed her love of country music Started at a young age I grew up loving country music And my stepfather who raised me is a Methodist minister But also drove buses And he would take us to Nashville Gatlinburg and Dollywood in Tennessee She shared with Billboard I became a really big fan of Dolly Parton At about 8 or 9 years old that was my real introduction to country music. Shortly afterwards, it was Kenny Rogers. I started listening to the depth of songs and the fact that they were unafraid to say whatever it was they felt. Now, let me just say this. Dolly and Kenny, very um, big, big in those times, especially the 80s, you know, and stuff like that. I grew up a very big country music fan myself. My great-grandparents were country music people. You know, we used to watch, you know, the Grand old Opry and all that stuff. And, you know, I, I'm i a different type of, though, you know, a country person. Like, I love people like Patsy Cline, the most soulfulest singing white woman there ever was besides Tina Marie. Patsy Cline, um, Loretta Lynn, Barbara freaking Mandrell. That's the kind of stuff we used to listen to. I, I, here's the thing, okay? Here's the thing. <laughs> and I don't want to be mean. Am I going to, because is this going to sound mean? I, I don't want to, could y'all be saying I'm mean sometimes? Okay. Monica's a fellow Scorpio. I don't want to be mean to her. I like Monica. Monica sings well. But, you know, after a succession of R&B albums that just, I don't know, haven't gone well, are we deciding, let's try country. I mean, is that what we're doing? Because, you know, eh, eh. just to make a bad country album? I hope that's not what's happening. I hope you do a very good country album, Monica. I I just hope that we're not just trying to throw some shit to the wall to see if it sticks. You know what I'm saying? Like they're doing with Jennifer Hudson. Throw some shit to the wall. Talk show? Jennifer, we're going to give you a talk show. Let's see if it sticks. Jennifer, we're going to give you another movie. Let's see if it sticks. Jennifer, you're going to play Risa. Let me see if it sticks. You know what I'm saying? I don't want that to happen with Monica. Okay, let me stop. I hope, Monica, I wish you would. I hope the country album is good. Um, Yeah, okay. Country music is hard to sing. 
it is. But if you can do it, you can do it. Biden. Did Biden get pooped? Did a bird poop on Biden today? <laughs> that is the funniest shit. Bird poops on Biden during inflation speech. The bird even was like, you full of shit. You so full of shit that I'm about to shit on you. WashingtonTimes.com, President Biden gave a speech on Tuesday afternoon in Iowa and got a crappy response, literally, according to a video posted by the Republican National Committee, a bird <laughs> excreted on the president in the middle of his talk. <laughs> Mr. Biden was saying his Made in America talk was not hyperbole when a white splotch from above appears on his face. <laughs> This is funny to me It's hilarious (laughs) Mr. Biden apparently felt something His eyes turned toward the foul Foul, 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 foul suit But he continued undisturbed Mr. Biden was giving his speech At a board in Midlow Hour (laughs) Talking up his administration's assistance To the former industry The bird knew it was some bullshit (laughs) Joe is hilarious. Oh my God! I don't even pay attention to Joe anymore. I just he walk a ball. I just I don't know what I do. I just I don't know. I just I don't know. I just do I turn the TV? Do I do what I do? <laughs> I don't even know. Okay, a lot of you were asking me how do I feel about Katanji Brown. I don't. Okay, I do have some feelings. I find it interesting, and this isn't anything. And this, I'm not. This isn't anything against biracial couples. Okay, nothing against that. Love is when you find love. It's a beautiful thing. Okay. However, I do find it interesting that both of the black people that's sitting on the Supreme Court right now have white counterparts, and they don't have like a like a black family. I mean, it just sends messaging to the world. You know what I'm saying? But Katanji Brown is a, one of those things I have to wait and see. She did not oppress me too much during the talk of her, her little talks or whatever. I am not a person that jumps on symbolism anymore. I think black people have made a huge mistake celebrating people. Like, you know... I saw, what's her name, Jennifer? What's her name, Jennifer Lawrence? And, you know, I like her. I love her. But she was singing a whole song, Dante Jackson and all this stuff. I was like, oh, no. I mean, it. it's like why, it's not just, we, we, here's the thing that's been foul for, especially for black Americans. We have celebrated a lot of people's ascension into positions that have not helped us at all. We don't understand what time it is in America for black Americans, the majority of black Americans, not the small percentage that have have been able to make it and everything like that. I'm talking about the majority of black Americans. You are looking at 
huge wealth gap where people are saying by 2035, 2030, black America could be broke with the with the with all these new this new technology coming so many black people who work in the service industry could end up out of jobs there is a this we're at a time when the rubber is meeting the road for black people and that we are going to see how our lousy our lousy discern discernment discerning has got us to the place that we have we've gotten because we have so much celebrated people because they were black and they had a position and not just said good for you let's see what you do for with it because we've celebrated them so much to the fact that when they don't do nothing we've already lifted them up there and we got a bunch of false, you know, people up there who who do nothing for the culture, or nothing for our people. And I'm tired of that. I'm sorry, I don't. I'm not celebrating. Now. I don't care because you black and you just happen to make it up there. I stopped that with Barack Obama. Shit. It's enough. Barack Obama was enough to show me that you can't symbolism. <clears throat> you need more than symbolism. You need, as Tariq Nishad says, Tariq Nasheed says, you need tangibles, real shit that you can say, you know what, this person's on our side. This person is doing things to make black people as a whole better, not just their rich friends, not just celebrities, not just, but black folks. And I'm not that excited about Katanji Brown. Katanji Jackson. I'm calling that woman Brown. Shit, I don't even know her name. What? Katanji <clears throat> <Tommy> Jackson. <clears throat> Just not. Okay, we'll see what she does in the Supreme Court. Usually, uh, you know, and it is what it is. And and y'all, you know, it's just don't celebrate symbolism. That's all. What is next? Do we need to talk about? We talk about Kim Kardashian claims Kanye West offered to quit his career to become her full-time stylist. <laughs> Kanye went on his bed that day. <laughs> what the hell? Oh my lord! I, I don't. I don't even. I'm not. You know this. This story is so crazy. I'm not gonna even re- read it. But here's what I have noticed about the Kardashians: they have been doing their rounds. They're out here promoting their relationships. They're out here more than fucking ever because we just when we thought they had shut their asses down, here come fucking Hulu. Is it Hulu? Fuck, is it fuck, them fuckers over Hulu? Hulu. To bring research to take their ass and give them another township, another another reality show. So these these mofo's got the publicity going full speed. Kim is out there with Pete Davidson, hugged up, kissed up, all the shit. I mean, it's just crazy. I mean, you know, <clears throat> I can't take them serious. They back on TV. Shit. <laughs> it is what it is. Okay. Okay. So when I come back, we're gonna talk about Jennifer Lopez out here. Okay. Jennifer Lopez is 
what happens, woman? What can happen? You know, it's sort of like she got her Mr. Big, ain't it? Would you call Ben Affleck her Mr. Big? I think Ben Affleck's her Mr. Big. I, I, I really think it was puffy, but she knew that she know that she can't get that back. I mean, that ain't coming back. She know that was too much trouble. You know what I'm saying? So I feel like with the status, you know, just like a she's a Leo, just like a Leo would want the status and everything of being Affleck, the, you know how he look, you know everything, and every this is Jennifer. Jennifer is She's got Mr. Big back. So we're talk about Jennifer, uh, Jennifer uh, uh, J Lo, Jennifer Lopez engagement to Ben Affleck. We're gonna talk about uh, y'all giving Will Smith a ban for ten years for I mean shit, banning him from the Oscars. Shit, I'd be happy to see us. Is that it? <laughs> I mean, really? Okay, we're gonna talk about that. We're going to talk about August Alcina's ass. Will, if you don't need to slap somebody, you probably need to go slap August's ass, okay? August Alcina is about to write a book out in these streets. The last thing Jada's ass needs is a book right now. A damn book. This little motherfucker. Jada, this little motherfucker was a mistake. <laughs> You can't mess with young penis and make them think you love them. Oh, Jada, 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 Jada. This is the one mistake Jada made. We're going to talk about that when we come back. And what else? Who else? What else? What else I need to talk about? Um, I don't know. What else? So much we got to talk about here. Is somebody, something else. Hold on. Um, well, hold on, guys. Well, we'll talk about that, and this is what happens when you don't have no show. <laughs> you just, you just putting it as you go along. Okay, August Alcina, and we're gonna talk about. Uh, Maybe make the stallion. I don't know. Okay, and we got to talk about this Albert Pujols, who announces divorce days after his wife's brain surgery. So we're gonna talk about all that and a whole lot more when I get back. Meanwhile, here is what I got to play, play for y'all. Uh, Looking for love, Kevin Ross. It's the CC show. I'll be back in a moment.
it, tell me. It's the CC Show. I am back, and, you know, it's a late night, hot topics night. I'm doing a short show tonight, so I'm just recording for you guys so you guys can have a show this week. But we're going to talk about these hot topics out in these streets. Okay, Jada Pinkett. Man, first of all, I told y'all, first of all, I told y'all, that I didn't think it was all Jada. I, I didn't think it was all Jada. I still don't think it's all Jada. And you know what? This week, if you guys get a chance, if you listen to, uh, if you like astrology like me, Rabina, how, God, I got to think of her, her Twitter, uh, I mean, her um, her YouTube channel. But there's an astrology named Rabina, and I forget her YouTube channel. But, man, she had a great reading about Will and Jada. And, you know, she broke it down. Okay, she broke it down. You know, Jada, Jada, it ain't all Jada, okay, up in these streets. So y'all quit getting on Jada, okay? But Jada, when it when it rains for Jada, damn it, it pours. Jada's biggest mistake, cheating with the wrong motherfucker. I mean, just really. Cheating with somebody ain't got nothing to lose. August Alcina allegedly is going to write a book out in these streets, okay? <laughs> this is according to MSN.com. It says, Jada Pinkett Smith's former lover, August Alcina, is reportedly set to find a tell-all book deal. The girl strip star is... 50 headlines had the internet in a chokehold when she admitted she slept with the musician, 29, while she was still married to her husband, Will Smith, who has been hitting headlines due to his Oscar slap. She called their long-time fling an entanglement, which resulted in endless, endless memes on social media. According to the Sun, August is getting ready to sign a book deal and will discuss everything from his career to his entanglement with Jada. The source told the publication, uh, August is getting ready to sign a big money book deal with the which will detail his romantic liaisons with Jada. Mm, mm, mm. He always maintained that Will gave him permission to sleep with Jada, something they have publicly denied. They added August will go into detail. Now wait a minute, wait a minute. I don't know why they was denying it because Will was just on kind of not really confirming it, but kind of confirming it. When he was on, uh, uh, what's Gail King's show, and when Gail King, and he was saying, Gail was talking about the infidelity, he said, no, no, me and Jada have not had infidelity. Me and Jada talk about everything. Basically saying, ain't shit we don't know about each other. So maybe I'll just win one. I'm just thinking. I added, August will go into detail about his time with Jada and will also speak about how he spent time living in homes owned by Will when he was away filming. Child, oh, Lord, that's the last thing Jada needs. Oh, Lord, 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 not the house. Not not you having his ass up in the house, Jada. Oh, Lord. <laughs> he cl- 
it is claimed that he let that the let me hit that singer wants to, to detail what it was like to deal with the aftermath of Jada's public admission. The publication claims that several publishers are interested in his story. Mirror have contacted August representatives for comment. In 2020, we'll detail how he and Jada came to the decision to part ways as they thought they were going to end their marriage prior to her hooking up with August. Jada explained face-to-face on camera to her husband how being with August made her feel as she explained that he gave her joy, sending shockwaves through Hollywood. The actress and August's entanglement lasted four and a half years. The two met through her son, Jaden. Lord Jesus. Poor Jada. No, 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 let me take that back. Not poor Jada. Listen, listen, let me just say something, Jada. Jada August was, you know, and everybody got, you know, people got bad mistakes. You got to go through the period after you make a mistake, you know, and you got to go through the, the the ramifications of that shit. Like, you got, like, you like, ooh, like, you know, like, damn, I didn't see that coming. Damn, August Alcina, shit, she didn't, she, it's a lot of shit Jada just did not anticipate. With a, a dude, first of all, he's too young. Right, you know what I'm saying, and he was just getting into his R&B career, and then he allegedly had a lot of issues, mental issues, drug issues, allegedly. He was even on Red Table Talks. Remember with Will's sister and stuff they had? <laughs> oh God! <laughs> oh Lord! It, I mean, there's no way, in my personal opinion. And I, you know, I'm not knocking Jada because anybody can get to a place. Anyone. People who are knocking her or anything, people, anyone can get to a place of spiritual depravity where you make bad mistakes. And he was a bad mistake. I mean, he's a bad fucking mistake because he's too young and he was too vulnerable and too many things going on that she should have seen that coming. And to to cultivate a relationship with somebody like him, that was just bad moves all the way around. So hopefully Jada has learned her lesson. I mean, it's going to be a published lesson out here in these streets because he's going to have a book that's going to sit on shelves and internets and everything forever. Lord have mercy. Just sad. What else is going on? Albert Pujols. Is that how you say his name? Pujols? Pujols? Announced a divorce days after wife's brain surgery. I was like, dude, no, wait a minute, hold on, not days. <laughs> Bro was like, is she done with the surgery? Not another damn minute. <laughs> I am going to get the papers right now. Albert Pujols uh, announced Monday that he and wife Deidre are splitting up days after she underwent successful surgery to remove a brain tumor. I've been asked a lot of questions over the past 22 days regarding what's been going on at home, and sadly, after 22 years of marriage, I've made the decision to file for a divorce for my wife, Deidre Pudgel, said in a statement released by his agent, Danny Lozano. I realize this is not the most opportune time with opening day approaching and other family events. That He said opening day. He didn't even mention the fucking surgery. Uh, approaching other family events that have recently taken place. These situations are never easy, and it isn't something that just happened overnight. This off-season, Pajol signed a one-year deal 
to return to uh, the Cardinals where he played from 2001 to 2011. He and Deidre have been married since 2000. He said, as a devout Christian, this is an outcome that I would never want to see happen. Pajol's continuing his statement for many long days and nights. I pray, asking the Lord for his guidance. Pajol's concluded his statement, noting that he and Deidre remain committed to raising their five children in a loving, safe environment. You know, listen, I mean, damn. I mean, you couldn't have gave it a month until after the surgery, like a good two months? <laughs> he said, shit. I need all my time reclaiming my time. <laughs> That's what he, he reclaimed this time. He said, she, he like, shit, she out of time? Okay, I'm done. let me go get these papers. <laughs> oh, damn. That's some tough shit. You be, I mean, it must have been real tough that you, that you, you filing for divorce right after the brain, just a couple of days after the brain surgery. Damn. It's a cold-ass world out here. Y'all some cold people. <laughs> oh, my God. The Grammy Awards was on. Did we talk about the Grammys last time I was on? I think we talked about them a little bit, didn't we? Did we talk about the Grammy Awards? They say Grammys 2022 ratings up slightly from last year's all-time low. That means probably maybe just 15 more people will watch this year. <laughs> According to NewYorkPost.com, viewership for Sunday's Grammy Awards was up from last year's all-time low by just a hair. The telecast, oh, well, no, maybe I was lying. <laughs> just a hair. The telecast, which aired live with host Trevor Noah, averaged 8.9 million viewers on CBS and its other platforms, including the Paramount Plus. That's up barely from last year's 8.8. Yeah, I'm pretty much right. <coughs> Excuse me. Sunday's Grammy cast featured big wins for Olivia Rodrigo, Sonic Silk, a Silk Sonic, and John Batiste, an X-rated stunt from Lil Nas X that left little to the imagination, both for those in the audience at the MGM Garden Arena in Las Vegas and at home. It was the first time the awards took place in Sin City. The Grammys were originally scheduled to to air live in January from L.A., but shifted venues because of a spike in COVID cases. CBS says it expects viewerships to rise slightly around 9.6 million viewers once out-of-home viewerships is factored, factored into the equation. Uh, that would be a 3% uptick from last year's pandemic curtailed telecast, okay? Also hosted by Noah, which aired from March. Let's, okay, let's stop. Let's just tell really why these outdated institutions are so fucking failing. Can we talk about it? I mean, I told y'all last year when Blue Ivy got was using the Grammy as a sippy cup. Shit, they wasn't gonna mean shit no more. Remember, she won a little for brown skin girl. Remember, she won for that. <laughs> she won a Grammy for that. <laughs> they gave her a little ass a Grammy. Brown skin girl, and then she used it the next day as a sippy cup. Like bitches, this is why I think of your little Grammy award. This is my sippy cup. <laughs> Grammys ain't shit no more. <laughs> and part of the reason is, you know, the Grammys have been just so easy to get. I mean, they've been giving them out to anybody. I mean, they've just been giving them out. Like like, like stars on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. <laughs> they just giving that shit out there. 
Okay, so, it, you know, Grammys haven't got quite that bad, but they close. Okay, and, you know, here's the thing. A lot of you artists, I can understand if you're on tour. I can understand if you're, you know, you're, you got other things going on and stuff like this. But a lot of you artists, you fucking fail to support your own. It's, the Grammys is like their academy, Musicians Academy, right? You fail to fucking support your own academy. You should, that should be your biggest night. You should support it when, even when you're not fucking nominated. Go see another motherfucker that's nominated. Go cheer somebody else on with y'all selfish asses. Y'all don't even want to go up in there, am I nominated? I'll go and see it. No, it's your academy. There, you guys need the praise and stuff so much. You're so desperate for it, so at least support the shit. Cause they give it once that when they when they when they um re, you know reward you you want people to be in the audience you want people to be watching so try your best to make y'all need to be making Grammy award night should be the shit for y'all you know I don't give a shit I think they should do away with all these like award shows and start over but however y'all ain't gonna let that happen so here's the thing support them be more involved. Because otherwise, you know, uh, these award shows are going to go to shit. Well, they already have went to shit. I mean, you know, like Will Smith being banned for 10 years from the Oscars. Who gives a shit? Is the Oscars serious? That's not a damn punishment. Shit, that's a reward. He don't have to go to the award show. He can be nominated, which I didn't know he could. Still, I thought, see, it would have, it could have hurt his career if he, you know, he could be nominated. He didn't have to be nominated, and he didn't, you know, because people would want the Oscar buzz, so that he probably wouldn't get important roles, but they are allowing him to be nominated. He can win and everything. He just can't bring his ass to the award show. Well, who give a shit about coming to that long-ass shit? I mean, seriously, Will is winning. Now, the reason why I felt Will should give up his Oscar was because what he did was wrong. Fuck what everybody else did. Fuck what Roman Polanski did. Fuck with who, uh, Woody Allen and all these motherfuckers. Uh, what's his other one? Fuck that. We don't give a shit. I'm talking about Will. Will walked up there and he smacked another man, and it wasn't right. Okay, now, and then he went out and partied afterwards. He act like he was sorry. He wasn't sorry. He took his ass out partying, okay? So here's the thing. I said he should have gave his award back at first because it would have been, you know, it would have probably, that would have been the punishment. That was it. Gone. He would And he would have re- rebounded himself to me back in the eyes of a whole bunch of people. But instead, he was so desperate to keep that little uh, gold stuff that probably ain't gonna be worth shit in a couple of uh, years or something. It might be in somebody's trash bin. I remember I read this uh, story about uh, what people do with their Oscars, and they said somebody said they had their Oscar, they they didn't even know where it was, and they they found it in the trash. I mean, that's <laughs> I mean, awards are are great, and they help validate you in some things, and I think people should be rewarded. But however, this institution, y'all know how I feel about it. But I really believe Will should have just gave that up. He would, I think he would have had even better energy coming his way. Hey, he just, just said, you know what, nah. I'm not going to keep it. I'm going to take responsibility for what I did. What I did was wrong, and, you know, it is what it is. But no. Okay. So, um, you know, I get it. Okay. Whatever. He's got the award. He, I mean, he's he's actually winning, though. Not going to the awards. It's some great shit. 
Okay, if that's your punishment, will if that's your punishment, then whatever you shit, that's what's the reward? <laughs> you do right, okay? So I get it, okay? He'll be right on time. He banned for ten years. So what does that mean? He'll be right on time for Black Night again, Negro Night. You know they do it every. To me, they average it every seven to ten years. So you'll be right back in time for Negro Night, uh, will? <laughs> okay. Uh, did I tell y'all the real really got canceled? The real is gone. Now I feel sorry for them. I do. No, no, I know I said they need to, they need to be gone. They did, but but I still I don't. You know I got a heart. I don't want nobody out here in these streets without no jobs, especially in this inflation high ass inflation world. I mean you know I'm sad for them. Just the no job part, not the talk show not being gone. But we knew that was gonna happen, right? I mean, come on, how long? We've known. It's time. They know, too. They tried to hold on. They tried to hold on. Remember a few weeks ago when Lonnie was like, oh, no, it's not canceled yet? No, it was canceled. I knew at that point. No, no, there was there's no there was no saving it. And there was a lot of reasons why The Real went to the great talk show, uh, Heaven in the Sky, okay? Uh, ladies, it was a nice run. We'll miss you. No, no, I won't, but it was still a nice run, okay? Um, what else? I heard y'all was going to pay, what's that man's name? The weekend, $8.5 million. Did they, did, they, did they decide to pay that man $8.5 million? Oh, my God, weekend. The weekend is seeing Coachella. Shit, that's the kind of money he getting? Y'all really... The world has gone backwards. Y'all giving that man $8.5 million to do what? Sing? Y'all can't be serious. We can't be serious out here in these streets. Yes, you can. Y'all say, yes, we can. <laughs> God. Crazy, okay? Now, this story about this Instagram model boasted about only dating rich black men prior to alleged stabbing a boyfriend, Christian Abomsley. Uh, this is according to the Grio. They're saying newly released podcast footage of showing Courtney uh, Taylor. You guys can hear me open up my drink. Sorry. Uh, but it says uh, Taylor, an OnlyFans model who has been accused of stabbing her boyfriend, Christian Tabuku, a bombzelli to death, boasting about only dating rich black men weeks before the deadly incident. Mm. Here she goes. Let me clarify, I only date rich black guys, proclaimed Taylor, who is white, on when We in Miami podcast two weeks before um, Basomley's death. Taylor, a real name, Courtney Cleaning, additionally spoke about how she enjoys controlling her relationships and dislikes being told how to act, as reported by TMZ. Mm-mm-mm. Let's hear her talk. What's she going to talk about she only date rich white guys? Let's hear I'm Courtney Taylor, and I do OS for a living. Holy fans. You've got like a million followers or something? Two million. Damn. You look like the type of girl that only dates like rich guys. Is that true? No, that's not true. I only date black guys. Especially black guys. Especially black guys. Let me clarify. I only date rich Okay, black rich black guys. There we go. <laughs> and you know, so you know you're toxic. Yeah. You can tell she likes black guys. <laughs> Especially black guys. Why are you watching us? I'm with it. Do you like to be fully controlled or do no. you? I like to be submissive. 
that I get all the stories. Okay, here's an interesting story. David Owello, is that how you say his name? The guy, David Owello, says it would be tragic if Will Smith Oscar slap led to inclusion and diversity backslide in Hollywood. No, the fuck it would not. So what? So what? Quit be- that sounds like a big. It sounds like a big. Nobody cares if they backslide. I hope they do. Maybe it will prompt black actors and actresses and black entertainment people, business people, everything in Hollywood to do something about it instead of sitting around begging these motherfuckers to get in their shit. I hope it backslides, David. David Owello worries that Will Smith slapping Chris Rock at the Oscars will have a negative effect on the ongoing push for inclusion in Hollywood. The similar actor wrote as a guest column for the Hollywood Reporter on the unfortunate dramatic incident in which public opinion, politics, and race collide. While he, like many others, is still processing what happened, attending the Oscars over the last few years have been steeped in unexpected drama. He pointed to the 2015 Oscars when Ava DuVernay directed film Selma about the civil rights movement, in which he played Martin Luther King Jr., and was largely snubbed by the Academy. He should have been. I mean, shit, you can hear your accent all through the freaking movie. It wasn't good, David. It wasn't a good performance. Shit, they did the right thing. <laughs> uh, uh, leading the, uh, uh, to the original Oscar so white debate. No, Oscars was so white that year, okay? In 2017, his reaction went viral when La La Land was incorrectly announced as Best Picture, when Moonlight, a film about black men grappling with identity and sexuality with an all-black cast, actually won. However, nothing could have prepared me for what was to come in 2022. The moment I slowly realized uh, the nature of what had just occurred on the stage at the Dolby Theater, I was confronted by the same rising anxiety all black people feel when they face the flashes up on the news after crime is reported. Is a black one, Owello wrote, you find yourself thinking, what does that mean for us? What does that mean for me? Before he had time to start processing Smith's shocking outburst on a historic night for Oscars, it was hemmed by an all-black production team and two of three female hosts were black women. He was immediately confronted uh, by that, uh, that which I feared at an Oscars after party, there's an older white gentleman saddled up with me uh, with uh, the relish in his demeanor and said to him that Smith, who went on to win for Best Actor, should have been dragged right out of there. Owello wrote, you may well agree with that very sentiment, but it's not what he said. It's the way he said it. I know the relish. I know the demeanor, demeanor and it's ugly to his core in all of the coded messages. Oh, God. Uh, he said should have been dragged out there. You don't come over there and just smack nobody's shit. My fear is that this, all this uh, unfortunate incident, which is, has us all processing, will have a negative effect on the ongoing push for inclusion, he wrote. Those are those who, in a bid to make sure something of this nature never happens again, will operate through an unconscious or a conscious bias, a bias that still governs so much of the decision-making in Hollywood. It would be tragic if a bid to prevent such an incident from happening again becomes an excuse for ideas 
about inclusion and diversity that backslide. <sighs> I hope it backslides. I hope they don't invite y'all to their award show for another seven to ten years as they always do. And I hope you realize the lesson of how important it is to come together and maybe start a new uh, award show, something different. And quit begging to be in places where you always got to worry about, ooh, now what they going to think? Well, is they going to master? Master, is you going to stop including us? <laughs> I do that sound. I do my master talking. That's how y'all saying. Master, is you going to stop? Is you going to stop? Is you going to, you going to, because wheels are now here to accept that, Chris. Is you going to stop? Because those sound like that. Y'all sound like begging slaves. Y'all, y'all pass this now. Use enough stuff up there, y'all can come together with something. Your own academy, your own movie award. This is crazy. Your own way to celebrate each other. Shit, go out to the NAACP awards and help them put their shit together. That tired shit they got. Okay? I mean, it's not tired. I mean, NAACP got some things. At least they doing something. But help them to be better. Them categories is tired. Okay? That's what y'all can do. that it for tonight? Is that all my talk? I think I've gotten it up. Tory Lanez and Meg Thee Stallion, I don't know what quite the hell is happening. I I don't know what they're doing with each other. I don't know. I don't know. Who shot who? I don't even know if anybody got shot. Shit, it sound, shit sounds crazy. It sound, we can't get the story straight. Shit, now and the man's apparently on track. I mean, it's so much damn shit to this story. It don't even sense. There is no straight story. It's crazy. <sighs> and yes, I read about the rapper whose body popped up on club stage for a homecoming. I mean, it's some strange shit happening in the world today. The fact that y'all go into a club, y'all pay a cover charge and everything, I mean, to see your favorite rapper stand up there one last time, I mean, shit. I mean, y'all grieve how y'all grieve. Shit's strange to me, but whatever. Okay? Uh, <laughs> I once saw a show, a, a, a show, funeral show where they had a dude in a barbecue pit. Shit, I don't know what the – it's facts. It's what, it's the world is crazy. We living in Twilight Zone. Da, 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 da. Yeah. This is what it is. All right. Jesse Smollett. Oh Jesse. Oh Jesse. We gotta talk about Jesse. What what Jesse Smollett shares evidence that proves Jesse Smollett's innocent. Oh, I can't go through all this shit him and his brother got going on. I, I you know what, Jesse, if you're innocent, I just hope it all works out one day for you and that, you know, whatever you believe, I mean, who knows, maybe you can manifest. I, I don't know. But for right now, I don't know. But it's according to Ronswell Snitch. They say in last month at RonswellSnitch.com, they're saying last month, last month actor Jesse Smollett was released from the Cook County Jail pending appeal on his 150-day sentence after he was convicted of felony disorderly conduct charges for allegedly staging a hate crime hoax. Jesse's brother, Jack P., provides testimony from two independent witnesses proving Jesse was telling the truth. 
and accuses the Chicago Police Department of pressuring the witnesses and tampering with the evidence. Okay. This is Anthony Moore, one of two witnesses who corroborates Jesse's story. In this video, he sees two individuals running past him, one of them he believes to be a white man. Behind me is a summary of the police report given while Jesse was still in the hospital. This is just a few hours after Jesse's attack, and the way he describes offender number one is male, white, unknown age, 5'10 to 6 feet tall, weighing between 180 to 200 pounds, wearing all dark clothing, black ski mask with open eye area, dark colored jacket and top, and dark pants. Anthony Moore was a security guard for the Sheraton Grand Hotel. So a few days later, he was interviewed by Detective Corfield and Detective Santos, where in that interview, he told them that as he was doing his rounds, exiting the building, he heard the sounds of footsteps approaching quickly from the north. Y'all can watch this on rhymeswithsnitch.com. Child, I don't have time. I don't have time for Jesse's investigation. <clears throat> Jesse, excuse me, you're out of jail. Do something good, okay? Get, get your, hopefully your career can get back on I just don't know. I don't got time to be up here listening to the delusions, okay? Is that it? I think that's it. Was Jesse my last story? I told y'all I was getting off early tonight. I told y'all, I told y'all I was going to get off early. I'm off early. Listen, I gave y'all a short show because I got shit to do. <laughs> Excuse me. You know, I'm playing. I got to get ready. I got to pack. I got to get some sleep because, then you know, tomorrow I got my, my play going on. And, and, what is this Maxwell? Waffers are like, oh my god, she is crazy. <laughs> I'm like, crazy for Maxwell. <laughs> They're like, oh my god, she's truly going to see. And one of my friends, like, you know, he has a show coming up in Vegas, and she's like, you know, because I'm supposed to be doing my 50th birthday. God bless, God bless. I'm trying to do my 50th birthday get together in Vegas, right? And so my friend was like, are you going to take a detour <laughs> and be at Maxwell this summer? I was like, in Vegas? I was like, oh, my God, he's coming to Vegas? <laughs> She's like, that's ridiculous. You're going for your birthday. I'm like, I know. But maybe if I go one day, like one of the dates, I don't know. What's a girl to do? <laughs> no, you guys, listen, wish me safe travels. I hope you guys have a wonderful rest of your week. I'll be back. Uh, God bless next week, and I will tell y'all what I thought. Y'all going to get the third review? Shit. <laughs> I'll tell y'all what I thought of the Maxwell concert this time. I'm trying to think. I think I'm going to just, you know, I don't know if I'm going to do a lot of lies. I think I'm just going to, I may tape a couple of things. But for the most part, I think I'm going to just enjoy the show, God bless. You know, not do a lot of video for y'all. Because I did a lot of video for y'all last time. It is what it is. Okay. <laughs> y'all, have a beautiful, beautiful week. Uh, I will be back with more celebrity news and talk and everything probably next, not this week, what is it? Not this weekend, but next weekend. God bless, okay? 
Y'all have a good one. I am out, and I think I got all the news. Y'all, trust me, if I didn't, y'all asses will write me and let me know. (laughs) You will send me a story quickly, okay? (laughs) Carlotta, you forgot. (laughs) I'll be seeing y'all. I'll see y'all, okay? Some of the stories I just don't be wanting to talk about. (laughs) But I do like when y'all remind me. Oh, yes, I do see Britney Spears is pregnant out in these streets, okay? Congratulations, babies are a blessing. But remember what I told y'all, okay? In time, it will reveal. Okay, and I already said what I thought. I hope she ain't with the tender swimming. Let me shut up, Lavish. Hope he's a good man. That's all I got to say out there. She be getting a $20 million child support bill when it's all done. Mm-hmm. Better ask Holly Berry about that. Shit, ass, what's her name? What's that other girl's name? Kelly Clark? What's Kelly Clarkson? Hundred and what's Kelly Clarkson playing? Something ridiculous. What's like forty six thousand or something? Oh Lord, Brittany, you better ask somebody. Mm-hmm. Mm hmm. Dad, that's what daddy was trying to stop, wasn't it? I hope this me I hope dude is right. That's all I gotta say. But babies are a blessing. Baby say baby ain't got nothing to do with your shit. Babies are a blessing. Hopefully he's a good guy. Okay. That's all. That's all I got to say about Britney Spears now. Time will reveal. And that's how I'm gonna leave it at that. And that's how we're gonna leave the show today, you guys. I will see you guys. God bless. Next week, all right, I'm out. Uh, we'll end this with, what are we going to go out with? Hell, I don't know. What? Oh, my goodness, where are we at? Let's see. We're going to end it with Lucky Day. I love this song because he mixes it with Earth, Wind, and Fire, and I like the words. I love the words. I like the song. It's a dope song, okay? We're going to end it with Lucky Day. You want my love. I am Carlotta. I am out. Y'all have a good one. See y'all. Short show tonight. Bye.
Thank you, Nina, for shouting us out. Thank you so much for say, uh, saying something to me this week. I miss my crew, too. I miss them all. You know, we all got, you know, and we all got crazy schedules. But I'm going to try to bring everybody back together one time so we can do, y'all, do a show for y'all, okay? But I wanted to shout out to Gina, okay? So I'm out for real this time, y'all, okay? So shout, thank you, Gina, for writing me this week, all right? I'm out. See y'all. I thought I said see y'all. Look at me. I be trying to have a smooth one, and then it get all messed up and shit. What the hell? Where is it at? Okay. Here we go. You want to start Lucky Day again? <laughs> Where's Lucky Day? All right. Here's Lucky Day. You are my love. I'm out. See y'all. <laughs> Bye. Show me what's inside, I can see it all in your eyes 